with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. As you wake up and head out the door, yes, the extreme cold warning is still in effect for the capital region. A high of minus 21 today with wind chill feeling more like minus 31. And right now it's minus 23, feeling like minus 30. Last night was the 61st annual Grammy Awards and Casey Musgraves cleaned up like big time. She won the big award on the night album of the year for Golden Hour, which also won Best Country Album. She took home Best Country song for Space Cowboy and Best Country Solo Performance for Butterflies. Yeah, how about the Dolly Parton segment? Seriously, her uh, goddaughter Miley and her were singing Casey Musgraves, Katy Perry, Little Big Town. It was incredible. Uh, The only downside in it was when at the very end when Little Big Town came out and uh, there's certain things you don't want to hear Dolly Parton ever say like, I'm going to sing a new song now. Nobody wants that. No, Dolly. Sorry, Dolly. Sing one of your 50 huge number one hits. Yep. But and, anyway, And yes. Dolly was named Person of the Year this oh, year. She should have. It was amazing, yes. And from that beautiful moment to some sad news, the Oilers fell to the San Jose Sharks 5-2 Saturday at Rogers Place. They've now lost five in a row and 11 of their last 13 at home. The boy- at home. They, can, yeah. they win on the road, but they can't, they can't, they just well, don't play. sometimes they win yeah. on the road. Yeah. Uh, well, more on the road. Like, they're, yeah, it's so weird. Ken Hitchcock, he just lost it. He's just like, I. he said the coaches can't want it more than the players. You know what? The fans can't want it more than the players. The players have to want it want it and for some reason they just don't all want it it just it's pretty pretty frustrating that's about as heavy as chris gets on his oil right? i'm almost feeling emotional <laughs> I know. it was tough well they're gonna have some time to think about it they're off until wednesday when they play in pittsburgh and they'll probably win there yes, why not against mm-hmm. crosby of course yep and a modern-day Homeward Bound tale. Four years ago, an Edmonton family lost their cat. They put up the flyers and paid for ads, but the cat was nowhere to be found. That was until last Wednesday when someone found Zoe the cat not far from their home and brought her into the city of Edmonton. Zoe was tattooed and had an expired license, which made it very easy to find her owners. How awkward would it be, though? Like I'm watching this show called Manifest where this airplane disappears for five years and then it comes back, and it's great because all these people come back but most of the people in their lives have moved on like they've they've now remarried sure. or they've got new like i bet you they have a new cat and now zoe's there going oh yeah sure you they were on. actually still too scarred oh they, they didn't get their, another their cat? daughter had a fish okay. and that's how the mom broke the news she said i need you to go to your room and you feed your fish okay and the daughter's like ah uh, there's a cat in my room and, okay. and and because it's been four years, she didn't totally recognize that it was Zoe. Okay, of Does course. Does Zoe have PTSD, though? Well, Like, wake up in the middle of the night? Yeah, she, <laughs> she's lived a hard life. I bet, yes, absolutely. All right. I'm that- Kelsey Campbell, and that's what you need to know. Hey, Cirque du Soleil, it's amazing. It's people doing really incredible things with their bodies, and as Kelsey says, you'd want to go back over and over. It's coming to Roger's Place this week. And we're going to give you tickets to be the first smart person in the city that can answer this question. I think it's a pretty easy one this morning. 10% of us will spend our tax returns on this. What will 10% of people spend their tax returns on? 780-421-1039 is the number to call. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time to play and win Cirque du Soleil tickets. Uh, 10% of us are going to actually spend our tax return money on this. Tracy, what is this? Oh, I had a fantastic weekend. Oh, did you? What was the highlight? Um, my son did a fundraiser for cats for um, Angel Hair for Kids, and we raised $1,600. Wow. Oh, that's pretty awesome. That is awesome. Good on him. You should be very proud, and I know you are. 
Okay. Oh, very proud. Well, let's see if you can maybe win tickets for him and you to go to Cirque du Soleil. Uh, 10% of people will spend their tax return money on this. What is this? Credit card bills. Ah, uh, the practical thing. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> oh, that was so aggressive. <laughs> nice try, though. <laughs> nope. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for the great guess. And uh, what's your son's name? Raymond. Yeah, all right, Raymond. Shout out to Raymond. Out of boy, Raymond. Thank you. All right, Crystal. Ironically, Crystal, the Cirque du Soleil show is coming to uh, Roger's place this week. You really should be there yeah. with your name, you think. Hey, you could say they named the show after me. I agree. All right. Okay, Crystal. 10% of us will spend our tax return on what? Vacation. Yeah. Nice, done. Oh, you're gonna get some, see some people like bending and moving and doing bend stuff. and snap. Awesome. They're not what all. What day is it for? Because my birthday is on Wednesday. It's so Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. That's opening oh, that's night. Awesome. Crystal's <laughs> birthday at Crystal. <laughs> Yes. That's so cool. I'm so excited. I've always wanted to go. You might want to do your stretches because I think they're gonna bring you out of the crowd. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even imagine what that would Are be Are you like. proficient in figure skating? <laughs> Do you look good in a leotard? Uh, nope, that'd be above. We have a lot of expectations. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, 10% of people will use that, uh, uh, well, that money they get back from their tax return for a vacation. And they say, I mean, I know um, the Edmonton International Airport is working hard to try to get as many people out of here as humanly possible because everyone who wants to get out of here. I mean, it's that simple. Well, I think we all expected a bit of a stint of just extreme cold, mm-hmm. but now it's just hung off on for months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been, the, yeah, a good strong two weeks here. You want to get an 86-year-old excited. Um, we have a good friend. His name is Teddy Pollock, and we were at a get-together with him on Saturday night, and I just kind of snuck up beside him, and I sat beside him. I said, Teddy, this is weather like we used to get. And he went, you're right. Well, he used a couple of swear words. <laughs> but, but he said, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the what? way it is. Teddy, yeah. no. But yeah, it's true. I do remember these cold stretches and long ones, like in the past. We, the weather's so up and down, but it seems to be locked in right now. Yeah, we don't get it like we used to. It was a guarantee every winter, yeah. but not every winter we get something like this. No. Anyway, Brianna. Speaking of uh, the weather, uh, how was your weekend? Was staying home and watching movies and not going outside. Isn't that the truth? Like seriously, yeah. we're just we're just it's the cabin fever thing. But the goal was just to try not to leave the house at all. What movie did you watch? Uh, well, with, with my kids, the Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young. There's a throwback. That's with the big gorilla, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fun. I think your kids are the only ones who've seen that since it came out. No kidding. <laughs> I don't want to tell you. It's embarrassing. No, no, no. Hey, we do things for our kids. Matt's about to learn. Like, and that's a great thing. You can you can kind of uh, watch stuff that you hadn't seen, like you know, for years and years, right? Because it's new to them. Totally. Although, I still have it on VHS. You do? Really? I do. Oh. You're a big Mighty Joe Young girl, eh? <laughs> it's good. I tried in the first five minutes. My kids are like, Mom. Mom, stop crying. <laughs> You're not going to believe what a mother-in-law has done. We will talk about that at about 6.30 this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, this is a crazy story. We'll be looking for your uh, stories as well. Mother-in-laws can do all sorts of fun things and challenging things in relationships because let's face it, nobody can love their son as much as they can, right? So when they give their son to somebody else, it can be a little bit challenging. Kelsey's. I can't wait for this story. Well, anyway, so a mother, a mother-in-law, uh, so the wife has a baby. She's got a C-section, so she's got to recover. And she's while she's in recovery, uh, the mother-in-law convinces the husband to secretly change the name of the baby that they had chosen together while she's asleep, uh, recovering from her C-section. 
No. What was the name and what I, did they go I with? I don't know. It doesn't even it doesn't matter. matter. It, doesn't it does matter. not no. matter. It doesn't matter. Online, anyway, online people, because we're just furious that the mother-in-law and the husband uh, did this together. And uh, the, the online advice columnist who uh, heard about this story said that this is a fireable offense, like, against the husband and, oh, the, sure. and the mother-in-law. Like, But guys are so scared of their moms. How often do they side with mom instead of their wives? Every time. Every <laughs> Every single time. I don't have a backbone, as we all know. Yeah. I'm an invertebrate. Yeah. I, I'm a coward. Yeah. It's all of those things. But you I don't are. think I could stoop to that level. You don't think that you, I don't, you just, yeah, you just cower to everybody. You're right. Like yeah, I the, think I would, wife, no, the mother I don't in law. know if this is a great idea, mom. I <laughs> 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 could have done it. Crazy story. But anyway, 780-421-1039. Kelsey, if, if I, I hear that there's a little bit of frustration in your voice, uh, but it's true that uh, the boys and their moms. But you also, you're, I think most women are attracted to men who have a great relationship with their mother because right. it means they treat women well. Exactly. But it turns out that's not a great thing uh, no. because I will say the exact same thing. I'll give him advice. He's like, I just need to talk it out with my mom. And she'll come, he'll come down. Oh, she has told me to do this. I'm like, that was word for word what I told you to do. The problem is, is I have a healthy fear of my mother yeah. and I have a very healthy fear of my wife. <laughs> what do I listen to? This is all very healthy. <laughs> Probably both of them. 780-421-1039. We've got some prizes. we got so much stuff to give away today. We're going to randomly, randomly give uh, prizes away, but uh, we're looking for your mother-in-law stories. Uh, this morning, what is the, uh, the 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 strangest, stupidest thing that your mother-in-law has ever done in your relationship? Guys and their mother, like I always joke about my mother-in-law, but I love her, and it's you know it's an easygoing thing. But it's usually, usually, it's the female and the mother-in-law that have more of the Most head to head. Guys they're fighting over the husband, whatever, right? They're water f- off a duck's back, but it's usually the, the girls. They're going fighting over. The We're man. not fighting over them. Mm. We just both know best. I think the ladies, the moms, are trying to. I'm having nom flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> you got a story? We'd love to hear it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Mother-in-law stories. We're looking for them this morning. And, uh, you know, how many times do uh, grandparents just have to, like, just kind of just roll their eyes and talk it out between themselves when a, a baby name is picked? They're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they went with that name. So this mother-in-law, while her, uh, her uh, daughter-in-law was uh, recovering from a C-section, she talked to the... Uh, husband, the father, her son, and talked him into renaming the child. And uh, that'd be a tough go when that when that wife woke up. I bet she popped the stitches in her C-section like she'd have been so angry. <laughs> Not so refreshed when she found out. Yeah. No. So we're looking for your stories. What's your mother-in-law tried to pull? This is incredible. Mm. <laughs> My mother-in-law was the number one Canadian arm wrestling champion back in the early 80s, and she ended up ranking number two in the world. So Honestly, while she's a lot older now, I still don't think I'd want to make her angry. Wow. Mother-in-law that wins arm wrestling championships. that That's about as cool as it gets, I arm think. Arm wrestling right? for naming rights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd never beat her. And this one? Uh, mm. My ex-mother-in-law tried to get my ex to go behind my back and sneak out one day to baptize our daughter. She failed. That's happened before. Oh, that's I greasy. I guarantee you that's happened before. Right? Do you like accidentally sneak in a vial of holy water and just kind of like spill it on the baby? I bet you it's happened. I guarantee <laughs> you. Especially happened. if it's religion versus religion. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Oh, there's been some battles like that. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Again, we got some random prizes we're giving away. We'd love to hear a, your mother in law story this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Yeah, what has your mother-in-law done? Uh, crazy story again where the uh, mother-in-law and her son uh, renamed the baby while the wife was recovering from a C-section. <laughs> she, woke, she woke up to find that out. And we're looking for your stories this morning. At this text, my mother-in-law once took my significant other's keys to the house and made copies for herself without telling us. She firmly believes that the houses should stay unlocked so family can walk in and out uninvited as they please. <laughs> Me and my wife did not adhere to this, so our doors are always locked. So my mother-in-law reaction was to take my keys and make copies. <laughs> Again, she was not happy when we changed the locks. <laughs> you got to change your locks so your mother-in-law can't get in. That's brilliant. Just right. showing up out of the blue. Oh, your chance to win tickets to see this guy, May 10th. That's coming up at 7.30 this morning. Here's Thomas Red on Kiss and Country. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking this morning about mother-in-laws and uh, sometimes the things that happen, like when they rename children, when the uh, daughter-in-law is recovering from a C-section and they talk their son into doing it. See, you wonder how people become murderers. Yes, that's, that's how. how. <laughs> it's like... That is exactly called, how that happens. Uh, provoking them. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> a little yes. bit. So we're looking for your mother-in-law stories. We've got some crazy ones. Yeah, this text says, my mother-in-law actually proposed to me and my husband was so upset with her. Hmm. So clearly he went, yeah. let his mom know that he was going to propose and she was just too excited. Had yeah. to do it for him. Oh yeah, that happens, right? Yeah. This one is crazy from Gus in Vegreville. Hmm. He said, you're looking for bad mother-in-law stories? Well, I woke up one morning with my mother-in-law naked beside me. She wanted to change our decision on places to live as she wanted us to be closer. So she tried to give me an incentive. Needless to say, <laughs> didn't work. I'm still with my wife and I still don't like that woman. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What if you make a mistake and you think that's your wife and then all of a sudden... No, things feel different. You should, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's an incentive, but anyway. All right, now, I've forgotten your name. Your name is? It's Brenda. All right, Brenda. Now, you said you've never gotten along with your mother-in-law. My ex-mother-in-law. Okay, that's the key. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. if we have one Christmas, things got out of hand? Yeah, she's just like in my face the whole time. It's supposed to be a happy time. And I had a husky and I had an Malamute. And they mostly lived outside, but we let them in because they're my babies and yes. stuff like that. So Christmas morning, uh, we had a huge breakfast like we usually did every year. And I looked outside and puppies looked so sad. So I'm like, come on in. Um, so they came in and they're waiting in the kitchen and stuff like that. All the plates I put on the floor, let them lick them clean, and I put them in the cupboard in front of her. Wow. And I never, ever, ever did go back. And whenever I wanted a plate, I, I knew which ones that were clean. <laughs> but she never came back for Christmas. So Do- she never came back again. Doggy dishwasher. And you just. Exactly. But, but, but a lot, there's a lot of things that provoked you to this point. You didn't just decide to let your dogs lick all the, do- the plates clean. No, that's just the norm. <laughs> Merry Christmas, no, you filthy yeah. animal. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, no. She never had. She never came over that. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. That is. Wonder why. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the call, Brenda. Have a great day. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
the voice of Kelsey Campbell. She's in for Jack this week. Um, yeah, we got your chance to win Thomas Red tickets coming up at 7.30 this morning as we play a little fun game called the Newlywed Game because Valentine's Day is right around the corner. But with a new Wins- uh, Westminster uh, dog show happening in New York right now, it's this huge thing. Matt wanted me to watch it, so I recorded it yesterday. I watched the Agil- Agility Challenge. Uh, Kelsey, you've got dogs. You're actually doing it in your house. They're, they're training to do this kind of stuff. Is that right? Yeah, one of our colleagues, she runs her own agility classes, and I've started taking my dog and it's one of the coolest things I've gotten to do with so them. They go through tunnels and they go, I don't know what the that's zigzag, called when they the do poles. the Yeah, the poles and yeah, things they, like that. Yeah, they do the weave and yeah. then they have to go up an A-frame yeah. and then we'll eventually get to go up to like the teeter-totter and those sorts of things. Okay, awesome. All right. So uh, this morning it's, uh, you know, whatever. We're just looking for the best dog breed as voted on by the Kissing Country listeners. We were asking all weekend long and we weeded it down to eight. It was tough. We've got four big dogs, four littler dogs. And so the big dogs can go against the big dogs today, the little dogs against the little dogs and then we're going to have the finals and it's going to happen uh today and tomorrow and it's going to be a lot of fun so these are the two dogs that were voted in first and so we're going to hit put the them up against each other you got music there matt all right go ahead well hold on i said you hit the music all right go ahead <laughs> you're not listening <laughs> what kind of you music you two are bad listeners don't worry about it okay <laughs> did i miss rehearsal i'm not sure you what, did yeah. uh, okay hit the music what music matt <laughs> The two dogs that are going up against each other, and again, one of them will move on, are the, it's, no, it's the Labrador Retriever, or Labrador. Right? And the Golden Retriever. All the labs and Golden Retrievers are all going to be put into one, because there's a, a, a bunch of different kind of versions of it. That dog against the Collie dog, the Collie dog. The maybe. Lassie dog, that yeah. type of dog. Yeah, exactly. Your dog's got a little bit of Collie in yeah, it, I've right? I've got a Border Collie at home. Okay, so which one is the one that needs to move on? Is it the Lab or the Collie? I truly love all dogs, but yeah. I'm going to cheer against this particular type of dog because they are the New England Patriots of dogs. The lab. They always win. They got like Tom Brady, the greatest dog of all time. <laughs> yeah. Don't pick the lab or the golden retriever. Mm. I don't want them to walk to the final because I know they probably will. Think about the collie. Lassie dog is a great dog. Smart dog. Nice long hair. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty. Smart. Yeah. We've, I, al- we've already got a vote in for the collie. Good. Okay, I grew up with collies. Like we border collies, we had when on the farm, and they were really good cattle dogs. Like they were really good cattle dogs. And I had a lab, of course, a Labrador Retriever for the last twelve years. Nothing was smarter than that dog. I know I'm gonna, but nothing. She was smarter than me. That dog was so smart. <laughs> that doesn't say a ton. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've, I've had both of them in my life. Again, well, you kind of remember the last one you had, I guess, but anyway. You're going strong in, in the lab, I'm going you? strong in the lab. Yeah, that dog is just absolutely brilliant. Textus, and again, yes. I'm biased. Yeah. I, I have a collie at home. All right. Go collie. Most importantly, what do you think? You've got the next three minutes to vote, and one of those dogs will be moving on. It's the best dog in the world bracket challenge. Texas now, 103.939. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Best dog in the world with the uh, dog show happening in New York City. We just uh, said, I wonder what our listeners think is the best dog breed in the world. And for the record, all dogs are great. And some of the best dogs on the planet are those dogs that, like me, have about 19 different things in them, right? A mutt, like, a real mutt. I, I own a mutt. I love my mutt. Heinz 57, right? That is a, a 
some of those can be the best dogs in the world. Some of them can be an absolute disaster. But anyway, so can uh, some of the purebreds, right? Yeah, because they're inbred. You just like cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm 57. That's thick bloodlines. Because your mom and dad are cousins doesn't mean you. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so we're, we're looking for the best dog breeds this morning. We've got the eight uh, that are moving on. Well, they're, they're in the brackets, and we're trying to get to our one bracket done right now. It's the lab and the Labrador Retriever. They're all one big one group against the Collie. And it's so funny because we're counting your votes at 103939. And uh, Kelsey's really wants the Collie to win. So I want a recount. So yeah, it's a it was a bloodbath. Yeah, the labs win again. Labs yeah. retrievers. Okay, so the labs they go into the next level. The labs have moved on. Yeah, and that means who are they going to battle in the final? Because the two dogs that are the ones that got the most votes when we asked all weekend long are the Sherman Shepherd and the Rottweiler. Mm, that's a tough one. Both, uh, you know, guard dog type. Dogs, big yeah. dogs. Yeah, I've been on bit, the scary side. I've been bit by both, so I. <laughs> See, Chris is unbiased. Bit by both. I've been bit by both. It's fine. I got bit by a German Shepherd at the Warburg gas station when I was about six, which is why I'm scared to death of big dogs to this day. And but, of gas stations. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay at the pump. Thank you. <laughs> All right, but anyway, and the Rottweiler. You know what? The Rottweiler doesn't get enough enough credit for being actually a really smart dog, and sure. if they're trained well, they can be great. Yeah, you don't picture them as like a performing yeah, dog mostly yeah. just tear your jugular out yeah which is so not true right it's uh, not there's, and there's people will tell you that there's rottweiler owners yes i grew up with german shepherds though and their vertical yeah is unparalleled sick hops yeah yeah th- we accidentally threw a frisbee over the fence over the fence goes the german shepherd this isn't no problem which dog jumps higher <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving some insight you, in case people aren't familiar. If you ask police, they know which one they, they would choose because they use them as their, their you know, their, well, they, they go side to side, hand in hand with all the police officers. But anyway, still, I think the Rottweiler is going to get more votes than we think. It's the Rottweiler. It's the German Shepherd. Text us now at 103939. Which one's going to take on the battle, uh, the, the lab and the battle of the big breeds? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If you're just tuning in, tuning in, welcome to the show. Thomas Red Tickets and your chance to play and win coming up in about five minutes' time. But again, we're having the battle of the dogs. Yes, uh, the first two that went up against each other were the Coley and the uh, Lab. The Lab won. Uh, Kelsey's still upset about that. Still Real working through the recount. Right. Yeah, and the German Shepherd and the Roddy, uh, Rottweiler just went against each other. Somebody did say that Rottweilers are also used by law enforcement, so there you go. But anyway, the, the one that won with the most votes was the German Shepherd. So tomorrow in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have the German Shepherd go against the lab. That'll be a battle of titans. And then we'll oh, also yeah. have the little dogs going against each other to play off against those, and we'll find out Kissing Country's most popular dog. And then we have our very own dog fighting ring in studio. No, that's not live right. on Easy, the radio. Michael Vick. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> we, could, we could bring Matt's dog in because your dog, just like mine, did not get along with others at no, all. No, she's not. She loves humans, hates other dogs. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Okay, there you go. German Shepherd off to the semifinals. So we'll see how that goes tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Here's the latest great new song for Old Dominion. It's called Make It Sweet on Kissin' Country. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Extreme cold warning remains in effect. Uh, again, uh, most places the buses are back running. A lot of kids had all of last week off because uh, they had the first three days off because of uh, cold days, and then they had uh, teachers' conventions. So a lot of kids are going to be going back after a week break. But they're, you know, just it's just going to be cold. It looks like the next uh, fourteen days it's going to continue basically. A little and bit we warmer. know how to manage that. We do. You we get have... yourself to the airport as fast as possible <laughs> and get yourself out of here. It's true. Here's the deal. Uh, we are playing the newlywed game for Thomas Rhett tickets right now. We got Brandon on the line. Brandon, it sounds like you are in love. I do. Yeah. Who do you, who do you love? Uh, Vicky's her name. Oh, how long you guys been together? Thirty years. Oh, oh man. man, you know everything there is to know about Vicky. So easy. Then. I hope so. Yeah. Do you know where she is right now? <laughs> yeah, she's at home with the dogs. Okay. Awesome. If okay. She answers the phone. Okay. All right. Uh, what kind of dogs do you have? Greyhounds. Oh my oh, god. Fast dogs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I thought they should be in the competition this morning. Yeah, they should have been. <laughs> Greyhounds, yeah. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, we're going to call her. We're going to hook you two up, and then we're going to play this contest, okay? Have you guys All ever right. done, like, a newlywed thing before? No, not no. really. You know, I'm, I have a real feeling you're not going to have any clue about her, because typically the men don't. <laughs> Look at that optimism. Yeah, no right. doubt in our minds for you. All right, well, we're going to find out. We're going to hook up with her in the next few moments, providing she answers her phone, and you guys are going to win Thomas Red tickets, all right? Awesome. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Thomas Red Tickets up for grabs. Yes, as we play the newlywed game, we've got Brandon and Vicky. Uh, they've been together for 30 years, and we've got Vicky now. We've got her at home. We've got Brandon on the road. And uh, Vicky, do you have confidence that your husband can pull this off? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, you do? I do. That started rocky and then uh, <laughs> oh, got better quickly. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, stand by. Coming up in moments, we'll be back and we're gonna we're gonna ask you some questions. All right. Okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here's time in Rio. Meet in the middle. That music can mean only one thing. It's time for the newlywed game. A chance to win Thomas Red tickets all week long, straight through till Valentine's on Thursday. Here's the deal. Brandon called in. He said, my wife and I have been together for 30 years, and I think we can win this contest. So we got a hold of Vicky. She's at home with the Greyhounds, and now we're going to put her in the cone of silence right now so she can't hear the answers. And Brandon, you're going to play first. You ready to go? Okay, we've got her in the cone of silence. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Matt has got some questions for you. Question number one. Who usually gets their way the most, you or your wife? Oh, that's too easy. That's my wife. Yeah, way too easy. Okay, fine. Uh, we uh, have two greyhounds. That's one simple. Yeah, and you didn't want either, number one. And you didn't even want a dog. Okay. That's right. All right, question number two. <laughs> what is Vicky's biggest fear? Biggest fear? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. She's not afraid of much. Hmm. Uh, but she's afraid of heights. Okay. okay. Heights it is. All right. I like oh. your process. Yeah. You work through it. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon knows his thing. And your last one, who eats the most junk food? Oh, me. Easily. No problem, eh? <laughs> She's a dietitian, so... Okay. Oh, this was... That question was set up for you. All right. Her biggest fear is the fact that you're going to get the diabetes. That's her fear. That's exactly it. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna hook up in the next few moments and find out how well you know each other. We've got her stuck in the cone of silence, all right? Okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Kelsey in for Jack, and we've got Brandon and Vicky here. Uh, Brandon just finished uh, successfully answering all three questions, so that was a good start. And now, Vicky, we're going to find out how well you guys know each other. I think these are pretty easy questions, and I think you're going to do real well, okay? Okay. All right. Question number one, Matt. Who usually gets their way, you or your hubby? Um, he's going to say me. 
He's going to say me. What did you say, Brandon? I said you, yes. Yeah, yeah. He, he says that the dogs were not his idea. But he loves them anyway. But he loves them anyway. Mm-hmm. He, he grew to love them, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. question number two. What is your biggest fear? Ooh, um, that's harder. He did describe you as basically fearless, yeah. tough as nails. Yeah. But you are scared of one thing, apparently. Well, I don't know. It's probably more than one thing. Do you have a fear of anything? A fear of? First thing that comes to mind. I don't know. Bugs? Bugs? Not bugs. Ooh. Oh. What'd you say, Brandon? Heights. Heights. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you're up on a ladder and a, a bug lands on you then? That would be real crazy, Game huh? Over. All right. Question number three for the win. You're going to get this. Don't worry. Go ahead. This is kind of set up for you to yeah. get right. Which of you eats the worst junk food? Oh, him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then we learned you're a dietitian. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, you said that, didn't you? I did. All right, guess what? Congratulations. Uh, you're going to be taking your dietitian wife to Thomas Rhett on May 10th. Awesome. Yeah. Stay away from the large pop. <laughs> on, on country music for, for years now, so she's really looking forward to this. It's going to be awesome. She is. Yeah. Is See, that the truth? Oh, <laughs> he knows you so well he can speak for you. Yeah. <laughs> She's really going to enjoy this night. Thank you. <laughs> We're sending Matt out. You're not going to believe what he's up to. We'll find out next. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Matt is out. Uh, Tim Hortons roll up the rim to win uh, began last week, and he always wants to do this. I think it's just an excuse to get out and maybe have a whole bunch of coffee. So basically, uh, just the one just off Roper Road. He's driving through as well. Where where are you with your roll up the rim contest right now, Matt? I'm crushing my first coffee. Oh, you've already gone through once. Sure have. All right. And did you roll up the rim yet? No. Let me just take my last sip. Okay. We got to please play again. Please play again. If it only was going to be that easy. Okay. All right. So you're just going to keep going through until you actually get a winner, one coffee at a time. How many times did it take you last time we did this? Do you remember? I think the first year, sort of two years ago, it took me about 10, and I was, I could smell colors. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, let's see how long it takes this year. I think it's going to take less than 10, but we'll find out. You going to order one real quick for us? Yeah, I'm just rolling up here. Okay. Here we are. Uh, can I get a small quadruple quadruple? No. <laughs> Thank you. Your heart. <laughs> well, let's hope that you don't have to have 10 of those. Uh, who's got insulin? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about Matt getting some kind of a winner when it comes to this Tim Hortons thing. Roll up the rim. Do you, guys, do you play this game or what? I do, and I had a really weird moment in Walmart yesterday hmm. where I went to throw out my roll up the win, and yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I threw it in the garbage can, and then I saw that a whole bunch of people had thrown their cups out without rolling them up. Oh boy! And I'm like, do I reach in and start rolling up their cups? And, and I walked away, you and did? I still regret it. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> I you would have you would have gone dumpster Dumps- diving. Dumpster diving, no problem there. I know this guy would as well. Matt again is at the Tim Hortons just across the radio station and Roper Road and Seventy uh, Fifth Street, and he's just going to roll through one coffee at a time until he gets a winner. Oh, how are you doing right now? Uh, I mean, I have to poop. Okay. Well. <laughs> are you zinging? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm feeling good. 
are. I'm not at the point where I've uh, since I've been ordering smalls. It's kind of it hits you gradually. Yes. But I'm on number four right now, just finishing up four. Okay. Yeah, that's a great thing about that Tim Hortons. They're efficient there. They blow you through in a hurry. We've actually worked at Camp Day there. They do good work. They do the best work. And the lady's like, "Why did you come back three times? <laughs> I'm thirsty." <laughs> okay, so you're on four, and no luck so far. You haven't had a uh, a winner yet. No, I'll please play again. I'm hoping for that Jeep, like Kelsey said. Let me roll it up. I'll roll up four here. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. No dice. No dice, eh? <laughs> I may have to go inside for this next one. May not be trying to. <laughs> the window's not g- coming down and going back up like it should be? No, no, <laughs> Kelsey. I'm worried about my pants. Yeah, it's got down. nothing to do with that. He's, he's He might have to leave a deposit. Oh, okay. I didn't was not thinking about that. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right, I'm just stop saying that word on the radio, please. For coffee? No, the other one. The starts with the P and ends with a P. <laughs> oh, okay. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just got a text at 103939. Matt could bring a thermos and share the coffee at the station rather than just drinking it all. Just a thought. See, we don't think around here. There's no thinking going on. That also doesn't sound anything like Matt. No, if you're just tuning in, Matt's at the Tim Hortons down the road. He's going through one coffee at a time to see how long it takes for him to roll up the rim to win. Uh, hey, Matt, how are you? You sound like you're in more distress. Yeah, I got a headache. <laughs> you're going through the whole roller coaster of emotions. You were so happy just minutes ago. I don't normally drink coffee. What, what do they say on the ads? Like, to, or they say like, what is your chances of winning? One in what? One in six. One in six. Okay, I'm, so I'm on six. You're on six. Okay, so technically, unless you've got really bad luck, you should win with this one. And there was a new lady at the window, and she's like, "Why don't you just buy two at a time?" <laughs> <laughs> about my process. Yeah, exactly. Stop trying to find efficiencies. There's a reason. Okay, so we're at number six. Can you roll her up to win? Here we go. <laughs> you want a coffee? Yeah. Woo! I'm not getting you guys a coffee with it either. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, especially the way you order them. I do not want a quadruple quadruple ever. I don't know. It's pretty good. There's the, I don't know if it's the sugar or the coffee that's got me repping, but... <laughs> Listeners are asking on the text line, uh, would Matt like some coffee with his cream and sugar? No, I'm good. Perfect mix here. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.